When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Sunday, fun day. Welcome, crypto fam, to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. Bitcoin is trading at a 99% discount adjusted for the fiat money apocalypse now in progress. Also, check this out. Exactly two years ago, Canada's Freedom Convoy protest begins accepting Bitcoin after the state shut down access to their banks. This past week, the Supreme Court deemed these government actions unlawful, a victory for freedom money. Bitcoin, let's go. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin ETF ads may appear again on Google starting this Monday as the community speculates. We'll also be sharing Grayscale sent 4.6 billion in Bitcoin to Coinbase since the Bitcoin ETF approvals, according to the latest on-chain data. Also, BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin ETF surges past $2 billion in assets under management as Bitcoin price jumps once again. We're also going to be sharing crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop predicts Bitcoin consolidation, then eyes long-term price target of $500,000 per coin. Send it. We'll also be discussing hedge fund veteran Anthony Scaramucci says Bitcoin will skyrocket to 170000 post-halving and then eventually to 400000 per coin. I'll be breaking down why that is. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 28th, 2024. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. As you can see here, let me reset it to the daily. You can see Bitcoin trading just above 42,000, not too shabby. We have Ether trading just above 2,200. BNB trading above 305 bucks and XRP trading above 52 bucks. But actually the cryptos in the green today are AVAX up 6%, Cardano and Solana. And uh, zooming out, on the monthly, to get a broader perspective, you can see Bitcoin down 1.6%, Ether down roughly 4%, XRP a big loser, down 17%, along with Cardano down 21%, BNB down 6%, and Solana actually 7.6%. So checking out coinmarketcap.com, we're currently sitting at a 1.61 trillion market cap with 41 billion in volume for the past 24 hours, meaning the volume is up 19%. The Bitcoin dominance has been slowly climbing back after dropping below 50%. Today, we're at 50.9%. And the Ether dominance continues pulling back as well, currently at 16.8%. My question for y'all, how or how high do you think this Bitcoin dominance is likely to climb for this bull cycle? I'll let you boy. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, we got Flare leading the pack up 6%, followed by Avalanche up 5%, followed by Conflux up 5%. Now, yeah, which alts are you most bullish on during this bull run? Let me know in the live chat family. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the day. It's a bloodbath. Most of them are correcting. 
what I mean? Uh, but we do have a handful in the green, including AVAX, CFX, Injective, and Lido Dow. And uh, zooming out on the monthly, we got a mixed bag. I'd probably say 65 to 70% in the red and maybe 30 to 35% in the green with some of the top gainers being PLS, Hex, Ron, Sue, Aster, and AKT, and also EHEX. And checking out uh, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 54, which is neutral. Yesterday, 55. Last week, 56. And last month, a 65 in greed. And now checking out the Bitcoin halving clock. We're only 80 days away from the biggest event for the past four years in the crypto sphere. And that's Bitcoin happening. That's what's up. Now, how many of you are anticipating fireworks this halving cycle? Holla at your boy. And that scheduled time frame at this time is set to take place April 18th, 2024. Again, only 80 days out. Now, how many of you have experienced the halving before? The previous halving was in 2020. And then the pre the following year in 2021, we hit the all-time high, currently in place at 69,000. And the previous halving before that was all the way back that was in like, whoa, 2016. And then in 2017, we had the run up to $20,000, which was the high for a few years until that next uh, halving. Now, typically we add a zero, another digit to the end of the price action each and every halving every four years. Hypothetically speaking, if we were to do that again this cycle from today's price action, that would be a $420,000 Bitcoin price. So happy 420. Now, if we hit from the high, the 69,000 added a zero from there, hypothetically speaking, we'd be at $690,000 per coin for a cycle peak. I think that's a little high, but it's possible. But I think more probable, we typically see a peak this cycle somewhere between 220,000 and 500,000 per coin. 500,000 being a more bullish scenario and 220, in my opinion, being a more bearish scenario. But let me know your thoughts, family. But anyways, let's now uh, kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis, aka astrology for men. <laughs> uh, the headline here reads, Bitcoin nears key weekly close as analyst says 20% Bitcoin price dip is over. Bitcoin held near 42,000 and currently holding on January 27th, as well as today on the 28th, as late week Bitcoin price gains made traders confident about the fresh upside. Data from TradingView showed classic cool weekend price action entering 41.8 as a focus. The day prior saw a 5% upside, which was pretty cool. The same topics were on the radar, outflows from exchange-traded funds, ETFs, as well as sell pressure from defunct exchange FTX and Mt. Gox and the incoming block subsidy having. It's insane. We're still experiencing, you know I mean, pressure from Mt. Gox and of course FTX that collapse. It's kind of wild. In his latest YouTube video, Macalvin A. Pop nonetheless told viewers that he believed the current price correction to be over. Let me know if you agree with that sentiment. And later in the show, I'll be sharing his 500,000 price target from McAlvin A. Pop. Now, between now and April's halving, he foresaw a trip for long-term range highs, but did not discount the possibility of taking liquidity in the mid to low 30G zone. Uh, quitting him here, perhaps we're going to have one more run to 48,000 prior to it, then a final correction. And Van Day Pop argued that the negative influence of FTX, Mt. Gox, and GBTC maneuvers would become less noticeable in time. That's a giving. Uh, he also says Bitcoin is likely consolidating from here between 37 and 38. 
$1,000. He also says in this period, the alts will have their time. The real impact on the ETF is going to come in the next few years, resulting into a price of Bitcoin going to $300,000 to $500,000 per coin. Let's go. Now, continuing on the shorter time frames, popular trader and analyst Rack Capital drew attention to the significance of the upcoming weekly close. Quoting the analyst here, a Bitcoin has performed a daily candle close above the range low. If Bitcoin is able to successfully retest the range low as support over the weekend, it would enable a weekly close that would confirm a return to this range Bitcoin lost earlier in the week. Let me know if you feel we'll reclaim it. Now, great reaction from Bitcoin this week as it slowly positions itself to reclaim the range it had lost earlier in the week. Weekly close above the range low of 41.3 could be enough to rescue the range. And we're currently sitting just above 42,000. So things are looking good. And I think it's going to be a positive weekly close. What are your thoughts? And quoting the high priest, Bitcoin is trading at a 99% discount adjusted for the fiat money apocalypse. Now in progress. Tell him. He also uh, tweeted here after hearing about Bitcoin for the first time in 2011 at $2.30. Let that sink in. I instantly predicted the current fight Bitcoiners are having with governments around the world. An example, Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond, and immediately knew we were going to win. Tell him. I mean, this is the epic Kaiser Report episode where it was the first international TV coverage of Bitcoin. And then someone asked him, I don't know if it was in this thread, but in one of the threads, Max, I thought you got in at a dollar. And he said, I did, because at the time he did the episode, it may have been whatever or heard about it, $2.30. But there's fluctuations in price called volatility. So he, he said he did buy at a dollar, just FYI. And as shared here from Rizzo, exactly two years ago today, Canada's Freedom Convoy's protest begins accepting Bitcoin after the state shut down access to their banks. This past week, the Supreme Court deemed these government actions unlawful. You hear that, Justin Trudeau? Yeah, com communist, a victory for the freedom money. Amen. Nothing can stop Bitcoin and kudos to those truckers because remember, they were trying to raise money and then they were getting shut down and everyone was shutting them down. But the only thing that they couldn't shut down this corrupt government was Bitcoin. So amen. Long live the king. That gets me excited to know we have unconfiscatable money that the forces of evil cannot destroy like everything else in our lives they like to destroy. You know what I mean? But anyways, fam, let's dive into our next story of the day. Big news with Google. You know, there was a ban on all crypto-related ads for a very long time. And now the ban is ultimately being lifted starting on Monday, which is tomorrow. So this is good. Uh, on Monday, the 29th, Google is set to update its policies to allow certain crypto products to be advertised on major search engines. Bitcoin's ETFs appear likely to meet this criteria, sparking speculation within the crypto industry. In December, uh, Cointelegraph reported that Google's crypto and related ads policy was revised on the 29th of January, allowing ads from advertisers offering cryptocurrency coin trusts targeting the United States. Quoting the Bitcoin therapist, reports are circulating that Google will be changing their policy and allowing Bitcoin ETF ads starting on the 29th. Google processes 100,000 searches per second. Good Lord. And Bitcoin is going to have unprecedented levels of institutional and retail exposure. Prepare accordingly. Definitely good because a lot of money is going to be spent advertising Bitcoin through these ETFs. That's a given. So with the recent approval of 11 spot ETFs by the US SEC on January 10th, investors purchasing shares in the spot Bitcoin ETF acquire a stake in the fund's Bitcoin holdings. This aligns with Google's updated requirements. Quoting them here, financial products that allow investors to trade shares and trusts holding large pools 
of digital currency. So crypto analysts are optimistic about this potential of inflows to Bitcoin ETFs, citing Google's high transaction processing capacity in the searches. And according to a recent data from DemandSage, Google processes 8.55 billion searches daily. Good Lord. There's roughly 8 billion people on the planet, I would guess. So that's like virtually one search for every human being on the planet. And as shared here, big news, Google will allow Bitcoin and crypto ETF ads from the 29th of January tomorrow. Bullish, let's go. However, Google vaguely refers to the allowed products as cryptocurrency coin trust. Interesting. Meanwhile, one of the largest Bitcoin trusts, GBTC, recently converted to the spot Bitcoin ETF as part of the several approved by the SEC on the 10th. And previously, buying GBTC shares on the primary market was the only available to accredited investors and subject to a six-month holding period. Now, accredited investors must have a net worth of over a million dollars or more than $200,000 and earn income over the previous two years. These rules are in place to protect potential investors with limited knowledge from risky investments that may result them losing funds. However, spot Bitcoin ETFs are available for the general public in the U.S. They are regulated under the SEC's Act of 1933, the Securities Act, making them a potentially safer option for Google to consider in advertising. And uh, in August of 2021, trader Van Day Pop was optimistic about the influence of the Google ads on Bitcoin-related products, especially in light of the SEC chair, Gary, exploring Bitcoin futures ETS, which were approved in October of 2021. Here's the throwback tweet from Vande Pop, August 3rd, 2021. The SEC chairman is open to a Bitcoin ETF after Google opens up for the ads for Bitcoin. This is another bullish one, a massive one, bullish. So there you have it. My crypto fam, bring the ads and let the game theory continue in full effect. Will there be some major Super Bowl commercials this year for the ETFs? I would think so. What are your thoughts, family? Let me know. But anyways, family, let's dive into our next story of the day. Pump the likes to pump the stream. We still got a lot to share. Uh, Here's the latest with GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which once held 620,000 Bitcoin, but after the major dumpage, they're probably closer to 500,000 right now. So anyways, yeah, they just dumped 4.6 billion since the ETFs. So Grayscale has deposited, oh, this is actually the trans transfer, sorry, this is the transfer to Coinbase, I guess, in order to dump. They deposited billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin to Coinbase since the approval of the ETFs, as on-chain data shows. Blockchain tracking firm Look On Chain says that on Friday, Grayscale deposited $411 million into Bitcoin and Coinbase Prime, the crypto exchange's platform that caters to institutional clients. The deposit added to an already large stream of Bitcoin deposits, from Grayscale, which according to Look on Chain now totals over 4.64 billion since the ETF approvals. And even after the massive deposits, Grayscale remains the third largest holder of Bitcoin to the tune 502,000 BTC worth over $20 billion, which ultimately means they still hold roughly half the amount of Bitcoin that Satoshi, the Bitcoin creator, holds. And while Grayscale's Coinbase deposits are presumably putting sell pressure on Bitcoin, data gathered by crypto analyst Invest Answers suggests the launch of the ETFs is overall bullish for the King Crypto. Shout out to Invest Answers, by the way. Quoting him here, the good news, number one, BlackRock has nearly $2 billion in assets under management. And after Friday, we'll have 50 
50,000 BTC. Number two, Fidelity grows faster than BlackRock. Fidelity customers love Bitcoin more. Number three, if you remove Grayscale, on average, $550 million per day are rolling into the Bitcoin ETFs. Quite a lot of volume, breaking all records in ETF history, by the way, fam. Number four, if you remove Grayscale, these ETFs sucked in 140,000 BTC. Now, keep in mind, these Bitcoin ETF BTC can be confiscated by any government, especially the United States, if they had some sort of executive order in the name of national security. We're going to take all of the Bitcoin and replace it with a CBDC. Just saying, prepare for the unexpected. Max has been blowing the whistle on that. He knows they have ill intentions. So you never know. I just want you to know there's a difference between holding Bitcoin, the underlying asset, and self-custody, and owning a virtual or paper IOU through a Bitcoin ETF, which is being custodied through Coinbase, through BlackRock. You know what I mean? Number five, the ETFs alone are sucking in 15.5x, the daily Bitcoin supply created at number six. Bitcoin bottomed earlier this week. That's right, at roughly 38,000. Now FOMO. Bring on the FOMO like a mofo. What are your thoughts on that, family? Let me know. Anyways, family, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with BlackRock. We already discussed GBTC and them offloading $4.6 worth of Bitcoin over on Coinbase. Now here's the latest with the accumulation of BlackRock. Their iShares Bitcoin ETF surges past $2 billion in assets under management as Bitcoin jumps in price. And happy 420. I see there's 420 people right now in the stream. Now, BlackRock's new iShares spot Bitcoin ETF has surged past 2 billion in assets under management. The iShares Bitcoin Trust holds almost 50,000 BTC, according to the ETF's product page. Now, that's a lot of Bitcoin considering it only took them a few weeks, what, two to three weeks to accumulate that much. Now, that's like uh, a quarter of how much Bitcoin. Uh, what's it's called, uh, MicroStrategy holds. They hold roughly 200,000. It took them years just to show you how fast they're accumulating. So with Bitcoin trading at roughly 42,000, the ETF's total Bitcoin holdings are now worth more than 2 billion. On January 10th, the SEC approved all 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs that were under consideration after applicants worked with the regulator for months to refine the proposals. And according to Gary himself, the chairman, no hair, Gare, uh, he said they weren't planning on approving the spot ETF. The only reason they did is because they lost the lawsuit uh, versus Grayscale. So if it wasn't for Grayscale suing the SEC, then they would have never, never changed their stance. So kudos to them. The regulator approved the launch of the country's first Bitcoin futures ETF all the way back in October 2021. A month later, we hit the all-time high of 69Gs, but have denied all the previous spot Bitcoin ETF apps until they set of approvals earlier in the month. ETFs track the performance of a particular asset, group of assets, and are traded or a group on the stock market. All the approved spot Bitcoin ETFs require the issuers to directly hold Bitcoin. And besides Grayscale slash GBTC, which converted the existing shares of its Bitcoin trust into an ETF, BlackRock's iBit is the first of the newly approved Bitcoin ETFs to cross 2 billion. That's what's up. Quoting the analyst James Safart, the top ETF expert alongside Balchunas, obviously don't have flows and full volume numbers aren't in yet for the Bitcoin ETFs. But today was a big day for the BlackRock iBit. Typically, GBTC is the far and away liquidity leader, still the leader today, but these other ETFs are catching up, particularly iBit. So there you go. Now, Nate Jirasi, the president of the investment advising firm, the ETF store, notes that in terms of the current assets, the iShares ETF is now in the top three ETFs out of the 600 plus that have launched since the beginning of 2023. He also thinks that iBit will take the number one spot on the list by next week. So yeah, BlackRock killing the game right now when it comes to accumulating Bitcoin. And guess what? 
they're not slowing down. So they're coming to take all the Bitcoin they can possibly get. So don't part with it because if you part with it, it's going to be much more difficult to get it back, especially with a supply shock incoming, a Bitcoin halving, and you already know what's about to happen, family. But anyways, we got two more stories. Here's for the bullish predictions for the day. Uh, Mikhail Benepop is predicting uh, consolidation short-term with 500,000 long-term, and then we'll dive into Anthony Scaramucci's latest prediction he shared in a recent interview. He's predicting uh, ultimately 170,000 short-term uh, post-having, and then uh, 400,000 more long-term. So here are the two predictions. Let's start with uh, Mikhail Van Pop. In the last day, Bitcoin has notched. Yeah, we know the recent stuff, so let's just dive right in. In a post on X, uh, January 27th, Van Day Pop shared an intriguing forecast on the Bitcoin price trajectory as he predicted the digital asset to soon enter a consolidation state. And according to the analyst, Bitcoin is likely to trade between 37 and 48,000 for the next few months. If this prediction holds true, Bitcoin could maintain its current upward trajectory and head for the 48,000 zone before experiencing any major pullback. Quoting him here, Bitcoin dominance peaking a few months prior to the Bitcoin having history repeating itself. It has happened in 2016, 2020, two previous halvings, and seems likely to happen this year, next halving in 2024 as well. Once Bitcoin bottoms out, I expect the altcoins to start outperforming, which is pretty typical. They say history rhymes. We shall see. Interestingly, Van Day Pop also stated that a possible Bitcoin consolidation would lead to the alts recording significant market gains. In the previous prediction, the enthusiasts shared a similar belief explaining the Bitcoin is gradually approaching its peak market dominance. With the Bitcoin having event just a few months away, 80 days to be exact, but who's counting? <laughs> Based on historical data from 2016 and 2020, when Bitcoin attains its highest level of market dominance, the altcoins embark, bark, you hear that nip, on a bullish run and even outperform the market leader. Van Day Pop is predicting a similar occurrence in the coming months accompanied by a Bitcoin consolidation phase. And in the same post on January 27th, Van Day Pop committed on the potential effects of the Bitcoin ETF on the asset price. The analysts express much confidence in the newly introduced ETPs, exchange-traded products, stating they had the potential to spur Bitcoin to a market price of $300,000 to $500,000 per coin in the coming years. Send it. His prediction comes as the Bitcoin ETF market is currently witnessing a decline in the outflows following a rather perturbing start, which saw 4.7 billion exit the novel market within its first 10 trading days. And on January 26th, the Bitcoin spot ETF recorded a new minimum outflow of 255 million, according to BitMEX research. And so there you have it, family. What are your thoughts on this $300,000 to $500,000 Bitcoin price prediction? Holla at your boy. Let's now dive into our feature story of the day. Anthony Scaramucci, founder of Skybridge Capital, is predicting a $400,000 Bitcoin price. Here's the latest from the Mooch himself. Headline reads here, hedge fund veteran Anthony Scaramucci says Bitcoin will skyrocket to 170000 per coin after the halving. Here's why, along with his long-term forecast. Skybridge Capital founder, the Mooch, believes the Bitcoin could witness a conservative rally of over 300% in the coming months. Keyword, conservative. That's not the bull rally. That's his conservative prediction of a rally. Just FYI. In the interview with crypto influencer Scott Melker, the Wolf of Wall Streets, the hedge fund veteran says it would not be out of the ordinary for Bitcoin to skyrocket to 170000 per coin after its upcoming halving in April set to take place in 80 days on April 18th. Let's go. When the minor rewards get cut in half. And according to the Mooch, data shows the Bitcoin tends to print a cycle top. That's four times higher than the having 
price, as he shares here. You mentioned my $170,000 prediction. That's a data-dependent prediction. Go back and look at the Bitcoin halving cycles, the day that Bitcoin halves. Multiply it by four, 18 months later, and it's been uncanny. That's been the price of Bitcoin. And I am using a 35,000 number at the halving, and that's conservative. So he believes Bitcoin will be trading at 35,000 around the time of the halving on that conservative prediction, FYI. Let's say we're at 50,000 April by the time of the halving, then it's a $200,000 handle. But let's say we're at 60,000 by the time of the halving, then it'll send Bitcoin to 240,000. So my question for each and every one of you in the chat or watching the replay at a later time, where do you feel the Bitcoin price will likely be at the time of the Bitcoin halving scheduled to take place right now in April 18th, 80 days out. Let me know, fam. Now, Scaramucci also predicts that in the long term, the Bitcoin price will hover close to a half a million dollars. 500,000, send it, quitting him here. But my long-term price target is that Bitcoin gets to easily half of the market cap of gold. Gold right now is 14 and a half trillion market cap. So if Bitcoin goes to seven or eight trillion, that's a 10X. From here, it's a $400,000 Bitcoin. And I think it would be ridiculous for people not to understand the asset, not to understand the dynamics of it as a store value and not to have a position. If you agree with that sentiment, let me know. And what are your thoughts surrounding Bitcoin 10Xing or uh, conquering half the market uh, cap of gold? I personally think that's conservative. I think Bitcoin will tap the entire market cap of gold because it doesn't make sense to hold the precious metal when you have the apex predator. And I virtually feel that all these assets are gonna trend towards zero against Bitcoin because it's superior. It's the superior form of asset, Laura, so hence why it's going up forever. And to watch the video Scaramucci did with Scott Melker, check the show notes below the video in the description. And also wanna discuss real quick, the stock to flow model. The stock to flow shows Bitcoin hovering between 100,000 per coin and a million dollars per coin post 2024 halving and by the time of the next halving in 2028. Now, granted, that's a pretty wide gap, but it just goes to show you the potential of what's truly possible for the king crypto. Anything can happen. You can't put a ceiling on the Bitcoin price because there's no bottom to the fiat crap they continue to print. Yeah, you know I mean, they're going to continue to print money until the wheels fall off, until they devalue the dollar at such a high level that they have to launch a central bank digital currency known as the CBDC. We all know it's going through the pipeline. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump says, if I'm elected president, I'll make sure they don't create a CBDC. It's already created. It's been planned over 10 years ago. It's a coming. There's nothing anyone can do to stop that, including any president from any nation. The CBDCs are here. The pilots have already rolled out. They're a coming and they're going to replace U.S. fiat dollars and turn us into a paperless society, hence central bank digital currency. But what's the doomsday surrounding CBDCs? They're going to enslave humanity through it the same way they enslave humanity through the dollar, but on a more extreme level. How? Programmable money. What can go wrong? You have a programmable digital dollar that can be set with an expiration date. They can limit what you can buy. It's going to be tied to your social credit scores. And I'm not even going to get any deeper into that because we're on YouTube and it's heavily censored. But you know what's coming down the pipeline, family. So Bitcoin is the antidote to the CBDCs. If you don't hold any Bitcoin, you will be enslaved with the rest of 
the population. Very unfortunately, but this is their plan. They may also seize all the Bitcoin ETF BTC. Maybe they'll accumulate millions of the Bitcoin and then boom, the government has it in their possession. And that was maybe the play from day one. You can't underestimate your enemy. And clearly the enemies, the dark forces out there, are not gonna go out without a fight. What I shared earlier, a Max Kaiser quote, I wanna repeat it. Here we go. Max said, I shared this earlier, after hearing about Bitcoin for the first time in 2011 at $2.30, I instantly predicted the current fight Bitcoiners are having with governments around the world and Jamie Dimon and immediately knew we were going to win. So don't think they're just gonna bow down and accept because Bitcoin, decapitates the head from the central banking cartels that control the world. You guys know this, hence why you're Bitcoiners. Nobody can stop Bitcoin, and that's a beautiful thing. So the next best thing they can do is control the on-ramps and the off-ramps. They can control the ETFs, the regulations, and that's as far as they can control. The one thing they can't control, self-custody. They can try to make it illegal. That's what you have with witches such as Senator what's her name, Warren, and the rest of these mofos, you know what I mean, who are enemies of Bitcoin, because they work for enemies of Bitcoin and they sold their soul a very long time ago. Bitcoin has lots of enemies, so don't get it twisted. Jamie Dimon's an enemy. JP Morgan Chase is an enemy. Merrill Lynch is an enemy. You know what I mean? Bank of America is an enemy. Binance, Janet Yellen is an enemy. Christine Lagarde is an enemy. You know what I mean? Many enemies. So don't underestimate your enemies, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.